When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Who cares? Welcome in to the DMVR Avalanche podcast. That sucked. Avs lose 4 nothing to the Florida Panthers. We have one person on the panel today for each goal against. <sighs> Brutal. Y- y- yikes. Brutal out here. Yeah. Uh, Avs Fun. get shut out. I This might be a short post game because I don't think there's a ton to say. There's not a lot of good. It was a tough one. I don't know. Am I doing the 60 or you want the 60? I got this. Whoop, whoop. Are we are we ready? We're not ready. I have way more thoughts on Vanderpump than I do this hockey game. Well, <laughs> you've got fifty four seconds left. So. Right, I don't. I know you real. need about seven. Yeah, seconds. Yeah, you don't need them. Uh, first period of this game, not not terrible. Not the honestly. worst. Yeah, it really wasn't that bad. And then the Avs gave up two power play goals. Yep. So that was pretty bad, um, and it betrayed a pretty a pretty solid process overall. The second period, they got as caved in as you will ever see the Avalanche get caved in, giving up 24 shots on goal and about a billion scoring chances. Yep. They only gave up one goal, so good job, Georgiev. <laughs> uh, and then the third period, when things were already pretty well decided, uh, they gave up poor Georgiev on this one. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, gave up a total freebie of a goal, and the game was then even more decided, and that's how we got to 4 nothing. That's it. Woo! That was the game. Five but- seconds left. Vanderpump approved. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't name a single Vanderpump. Really? I was just talking about Tom Sandoval playing a dick flute. Yeah, that's a Sandoval, <laughs> not a Vanderpump. Same I guess thing. that's true. <laughs> I, just, I thought you meant like cast members. <laughs> also, we were literally just talking about how hot Lisa was. Yeah, I forgot her first name. I All right. Oh my God. <laughs> Where's That's fine. Would I? Would Mrs. Vanderpump have gotten? Would that have been allowed? I could have said that. <laughs> yeah, you could have gone with a Mrs. That would have been fine. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Oh. Uh. Yeah. Uh, let's let's go back to the first period. Let's talk about it because AJ, as AJ said, I think at five on five, it really wasn't a bad period for Colorado. <clears throat> uh, let me ask you guys this: because the Avs, both goals they give up in the first are on the penalty kill. Ugh. Bigger problem, taking the penalties in the first place or the lack of effectiveness on the penalty kill itself? It's got to be the penalty kill, man. It has to be the penalty kill. You're always going to take penalties. How many games do you get through in an entire season or a playoff run where you don't take a penalty? Very few. You're you're going to take penalties. And it's not like that was a it was a penalty parade in this game. Did they just have the two? That, right? was, that was it, yeah. They had the two. They gave up goals on both of them, and it more or less decided the game. Yep. And it betrayed what was a, a solid overall first period. Up until that point, and you have to be pretty frustrated with a guy like Andrew Cogliano in particular. 
He fails to get the puck out on what should have been a very easy clear. Yep. It turns into a goal against when he is. It's not entirely on him. I think it's both him and Gerard. For sure. But they blow their backdoor coverage, and it's it's too easy. The problem with that one, that clear, is every single person on this set right now, the second that puck didn't get out, we all went, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here comes a goal. And sure enough, right into the back of the abs net. Couch side, penalty kill's got to be better. It does. Okay. And I'll issue criticism a little bit to O'Connor on the second power play goal against just because you mentioned it in the watch along, but Reinhardt scores almost an identical goal to that from the slot in Colorado. Yep. And knowing that that exact play, all of the personnel involved was recreated. I would like to have seen O'Connor then more aggressive on Reinhardt in the slot there. He was caught on the outside of him. And I think that that's where defensively he could have been a little bit better. And it was also generally a little bit of a tough night from O'Connor on the whole. Um, And then of course the failed clear from Cogliano on the first power play goal against is tough. What I want to caution myself from doing is putting too much of that blame on the penalty kill unit just because Nobody scores in this game. So there's a lot of shared blame. It's sort of where I want to go from there because you typically get like O'Connor's lows. He says this himself. He he doesn't like to dip below a B game. He also likes to stay at a B game, right? He obviously wants to bring his A game every night, but he never likes to dip any further below the B game. Tonight, I think you got more of a C game from O'Connor. But I think the tough part is he is usually so consistent. Mm -hmm. And then generally the other players on the PK, like Cagliano, also somebody that I think is at least consistent in what he is. And for that reason, they deserve criticism on the PK tonight. And these last couple of games have been tough from that unit. But I also want to break down through the rest of this show other ways in which Avs did not help themselves to win this game. Uh, uh, go, go ahead. No, no, no. I, here's what I'm going to say. Like, and I don't want to talk about him, Georgiev. I want to talk about the PK, right? You know, because the question was a little bit, yeah, the PK, right? So there's a reason you fall 2 nothing in the game. And we talked about it before the game. One of the main... <laughs> Keys was win the special teams battle. It's very easy. Don't take penalties. Don't take offensive zone penalties. I don't care if it's a soft call or not. It's still an offensive zone penalty. When you are in a rut, when you are in a slump, not Vanderpump, but a, a slump. Um, I almost, I was like, I got all confused in my words there. Um, little things, little details matter. The details are not there right now. And that's why your PK, don't take the penalty in the offensive zone. B, Cogliano, the rule is like, I think it's like 90% of the time. When you don't have a clear from a a very easy, it was an easy clear by Cogliano. It was. It's, it's, It's a play he makes 99 out of 100. That one time you don't, it's like 90% it's in your net. As you said, we all said it. Oh, boy. Now, you can't, when you're in a slump, and the Avs are in a slump, and and whatever you want to call it, in a funk, in a slump, in a crisis, little things matter, and you can't fall behind in games. And that was the other thing. Don't chase the game. Don't fall behind. What do they do? They fall behind. Now, give me a good penalty killing 
unit, I'll give you a good goalie. It's very simple. It goes hand in hand. Um, I'm not blaming Georgiev on the goals. What I'm trying to tell you is when you're in a funk, you want to get out of a funk, you got to be better than the guy across from you. In the first period, he wasn't. Bobrovsky, Sam, made <laughs> saves. He made those tough saves. And and that's the difference. What I'm saying is Georgiev does not... I, want to, I don't want to hear the second period. He made 20. Awesome. He's already down 2 nothing. So when you're trying to get out of a slump, you got to be the best player on the ice at your position. He wasn't early in the game. And that was one of our keys before the game. I'm not blaming him. I'm blaming everything. The penalty killing as a whole starts with your goaltending, starts with the details, starts with your veteran, starts with not taking penalties. You combine all that, you're in the hole 2 nothing. You're in the ditch. It's tough to get out of when you're playing good teams. There's a, a bunch of things I want to touch on here. I want to start yep. with it's not just the penalty kill. No, no. The Avs get a power play, the first power play of yes. the game, and they fail to convert on their opportunity, which is followed up by them giving up that first power play goal. And the Avs actually played great through the first five minutes of this game. Shots were six to two or something. But I'll, I'm going to stop you right there. Yeah, go ahead. That's what I'm trying to say there. The guy, Sam, it's a joke, right? If you guys don't know Bob Roski, we know his name is Sergey, but all star game. McDavid called him Sam. Bob Roski makes two point blank saves mm-hmm. on the Avs power play. Yep. That's the difference in the first. That's what I wanted to say there. Sure. You know, stop, yeah. Sorry for stopping. No, no, you. you're good. It, you just watch that momentum flip on its head That's when the Avs don't convert and and their opponents do. It's the other side of this, and we we can touch on Georgiev a little bit because I really don't think Georgiev played that bad tonight. I don't have a whole lot of problems with him, and we'll get to it as Megan mentioned. The Avs scored zero goals. Doesn't matter how well Georgiev played or didn't play. If you put zero in the back of the net. And on the other side of that coin, you're right. In a slump, you're asking for someone to step up. You want a Georgiev to steal a game for you. And he didn't play unbelievably good. I'm just not... I don't think he's the one to criticize tonight, but maybe y'all disagree. No. No, I'm... Oh, sorry. Since I've been talking about... I'm not saying he's to be (laughs) criticized. I'm saying he's not a freaking... He's not the answer right now. Yeah. You want the answer? You pitch a bagel. That's just what it is when you are in a slump. And you got to remember last month, they averaged five goals a game. The Avalanche. Yep. You know how many times they saved their is bacon? More Plus than a few. More than a few. And then we're like, hey, he leads the league and wins. I get that. I get that. And I and again, I guys, I'm not saying they got to make a change. I'm saying it has to be better. So... It's not good enough, and it's not his fault tonight. Hey, listen, like you said, there's a lot more to it. Two of those four goals, you're looking at the team in front of him going, give me a f- break here. Yep. You don't do anything to help him. Especially yep. the four, and the fourth the, one is the, like, who cares? Doesn't it's matter the, anyway. No. But that's the difference a, between a 3-0 and a 4 nothing, but it's yeah. indicative of how the team in front of him played. Yep. But does not do him any good. Does not help no him. hope there, ever. Yeah. <laughs> no hope, man. <laughs> I think... It's what's been tough, kind of to Eric's point, and I'm thinking back to the last game as well. 
is it feels like his game is so contingent on how the team is playing in front of him and he hasn't been able to separate the night that he's having from the night that the Avs are having and so when the Avs are not having an A game or a B yeah. game like we've seen them have before this season Georgiev hasn't found a way to separate his individual game to have his own individual A game and I think that's what's been tough is I just haven't seen him rise above the circumstances in front of him and just have a great night now again these things are obviously linked. There are breakdowns happening in front of him as well that lead to some of the goals against. I just really would like to see him steal a game that the Avs weren't otherwise going to win. Yep. And I love that you brought that up because I want to extrapolate on circumstance, but going back to your Logan O'Connor conversation, who on an individual level wasn't any good tonight. But we saw in the first half of this game, Eric, you brought it up a bunch of times on the watch long. Bednar played the first half of this game with Lekkonen on the top line, and he broke up the, the chaos line and was playing Miles Wood with Ryan Johansson. Uh, Jonathan Druin was next to O'Connor and Colton. Halfway through, he goes back to the Roaring Twenties, whatever the fuck you want to call that line. I hate that name. but <laughs> and, and then Druin on the top line. Was that a move by Bednar that came a little bit too late? to really get the jump they were looking for? Should he have never swapped them out in the first place? How do we feel about a, a coaching decision there? I think it's easy to see how the game played out and say, I would have done something 2020 differently. for sure. Yeah. yeah, but you also look at it and you say, this this trio has been exceptional as a trio. Yeah. Why would you break up a thing that has consistently worked for you beyond your top line? These guys play with speed. They play with tenacity. They, they have been producing enough offense to change games, to help you win games. Why would you mess with it? And so, you know, as much as we can, oh, the, the, the team didn't do this or that, I thought the coaching did let them down in this one. They, they broke it up. What's, what's the upside there? What are you trying to do? Are you trying to get a, a rise out of Ryan Johansson? It's not going to happen. He's a zombie. Every line that he's on is a donut line because there's a hole in the middle. All right? <laughs> That's all it is. It's the old Tyler Arneson all over again. That's all it is. Ryan Johansson is Tyler Arneson. No, you had a longer stick. So <laughs> it's 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 done with that guy. It's been done with that guy. The sooner they do something at that position, the better. Jared Bednar just needs to operate around it. And, and if he finds combinations that work elsewhere, stick with them. Fair Whoever enough. he puts next to Ryan Johansson, it's just not going to matter enough. You're just getting through it with that line. Exactly. Man. You hope that the other two guys can can drag the corpse of Ryan Johansson into relevance in any uh, on any particular night because he just hasn't been good enough. And, and, and there's no life there. It's not like there's an aspect of his game that you can point to and feel good about. So you have to operate around that. And having that, that I like the chaos line personally. You put you put the, you put those chaos monsters together. And you let them eat. You just let them do their thing. They they got put back together at the start of the second period. It's the, one of the best shifts that they uh, that the Avs had all game long. Couple shifts. I think that's where my criticism of Badner for this game comes back into play because by the third period, Colton's on a line with Rantanen and yeah. Lackanen and McKinnon's between Wood and O'Connor. And I think he didn't commit to the Wood, Colton, O'Connor line for long enough. And obviously O'Connor's having a little bit of a tough night. But I think that that demonstrates a lack of confidence in the coach having the lines so inconsistent throughout the entirety of this game. I think that it 
was also done to send a little bit of a message to McKinnon in, I, in placing yeah. him there. Um, but at that point, I think he had ban- abandoned any hope of the Avs winning this game and just so. decided to send a message. Um, and I don't know how to feel about that because I do think then reunited would Colton and O'Connor did come a little bit too late because coming out of the first period, the Avs didn't lose this game. There was still a chance for them to climb back in it. For sure. And the second period is sort of where they lost it. And I get it sometimes. You know, like you're... They've been rolling all year, right? And then you hit a little bit of a funk. And then when you're in a funk, sometimes you're like, as a staff, oh, we'll try different things because... Maybe you get criticized if you're not trying anything, right? Oh, my God, it's stale, and they're not doing anything. They're sticking with their crap, and I, I get it. You know what I mean? I, I get it, you know, but I said it earlier. That's The only thing is I don't like as a coach sometimes is sometimes you're trying to over-invent something. You know what I mean? Maybe sometimes when you simplify it, um, and, and again, that goes for the avalanche. You know, simplify their game right now. Put the working boots on, strap them on, tie them up, Buckle up your helmet and go to work. I mean, I mean, I'm just saying, like it's that you cannot look at this game tonight. Forget about all the awesome numbers that, right, you guys provide, and because I suck at them, but those are awesome numbers. Forget about the score sheet. Forget about goaltending. Just look on a pure effort standpoint. Like I didn't see it last game. And I know Bednar said he was satisfied with the effort. Again, was that an answer publicly and then a different answer internally? Probably. Uh, but tonight, like, you can't tell me, the four of us, that the Avalanche all freaking worked the Florida Panthers. Like I said, put away all the numbers, put away goaltending, put away just pure effort. It wasn't there. So if the answer is that again Tuesday, they'll be on the losing side again. Because when you're in a funk... You have to get back to basics. And we've been talking about special teams. Like, their power play is awful right now. Their PK is absolutely atrocious. And then the list goes on because the effort and the details are not there. Yeah, and I think it's a good point that uh, for a coaching staff, it's really easy to over-index when you have really, really high expectations. You lose a couple games in a row. Your sense of urgency kicks way up. That's it. You start feeling like we've got to do something. We've got to do something. Sometimes you can take apart things that were working, yeah. and it, it becomes kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy of failure. Yep. And that's you're now doing things that are making it worse. Exactly. Of yes. And I think exactly. I think you know it, it turns into that whole quicksand effect. You yeah. know, the 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 uh, the harder you try, the faster you sink. Yep. And thanks, Indiana Jones movies. <laughs> Which really made me believe I was going to encounter quicksand way more in life than I have, but whatever. As a child, they really set you up for it. it. They really <laughs> did. Man. I was like, man, quicksand is a real thing. Um, but I, I, so I do think that you see the staff uh, trying something, and it's, it, I, I just think it's, it's been an active detriment. And stick with some parts of your roster that work, and let them figure it out. Let them work through it. Um, that's a trio that has worked really nicely. McKinnon and Rantanen might need to be broken up for a game or two uh, because usually he doesn't like to break them up for long, but you do break them up a li- and for a game or two. Just enough. And they get it. Just enough. You know, and it's like, okay, hey, we're going to, you know, Miko especially, you sometimes get the heart rate up a little bit from him. 
Then you put him next to McKinnon, and it's like, oh, yeah, the magic is back, right? Yep. So, um, I do. I mean, I I do think that they're uh, the from the coaching on down to the players in this game, uh, just a just a bad night. I I think we all understand that the Avs ceiling remains very high, but like Megan talked about with Logan O'Connor's mindset, right now the Avs need to raise the floor a little bit. They've got to find a little bit more consistency in what their bottom is and stop having games where they're giving up four goals and producing none. If you're trying to get a new floor, mm-hmm. call mm-hmm. 1-800-588-2300 Empire today. Yes. Uh, go over to empiretoday.com slash DNVR today to get it all checked out. They have a bunch of amazing tools, including if you measure out your room, you can project floors onto it digitally and see what it'll look like online so you don't have to go through all of the uh, the effort of having someone come out and, and test all the little different pieces and chunks. You can just do it online and get a good feel for what it might look like. Uh, Empire Day is the best place to get new flooring because nobody can beat them on quality service and speed. Uh, they have professional installers, uh, and tons of awesome floors. I always say I'm a carpet guy, but I get it. Most people like the hardwood. Go for it. Whatever it is you want on your floor, you can get it through Empire today. Carpet guys. Carpet team. Let's go. I like I, my feet not hurting. I was on the opposing team, yeah, and then I while I was gone, you. I was in a hardwood, whole house hardwood. Hurt my little feeties. Yeah, it hurts. I had to get, had to get some slippies. I'm temporary saying. slippies. That's why you get carpet, all right? Uh, you can schedule a free in-home estimate today with Empire. All listeners can get $350 off when you use promo code DNVR. Go over to empiretoday.com slash DNVR for details. Get yourself some good floor. And then, with the money you saved, hit up Bet365. Use the code DNVR365. Put some money in there. Bet 5 bucks on an NHL game. Get $150 in bonus bets. You got tons of money to play with when it comes to Bet365. And apparently, right now, do not bet on Nathan McKinnon or Miko Rantanen. Bet against the Avs if you want to make some money because it's, uh, it's a little rough at the moment. But whatever you're betting on, you can do it with Bet365. Including the, that big game tomorrow. I know AJ's got some money down on the Niners. Yeah. A bet that I made. How's, uh, how's Brandon feel about that? Uh, he doesn't know. <laughs> also, he's watched his team win multiple Super Bowls yeah. in recent years. He'll it's be true. fine. It's true. He's got a couple chips yeah, in the back. Also, I'm going Mahomes, and I don't even know football. <laughs> he can make it up to me if the Chiefs win. He can celebrate by just giving me the money that I would have won. So he's the everybody's new happy. <laughs> He's well, the new Brady. He might be the new Brady, unfortunately. Uh, what? Brady's the boss. Brady never had to Taylor Swift, though. I guess that's she's with Kelsey, but different. <laughs> Brady's the best. Same, Brady same, same. Did but have Giselle? But yeah, I was gonna say it. Whoa. Yeah. Hey, hey. He shoots shoot shoot Bridget Monahan. Like he shoot shoot her. Like, are you kidding me? Bridget Monahan. Oh, I remember. <laughs> but then he was married to Giselle Bunchen for a long time, man. Yeah. And then he fumbled Giselle, so... He did. Yeah. Well, we don't know. By being a weirdo. (laughs) He couldn't stay retired, so... Giselle was like, I'm done. Married to the game. (laughs) Find myself suddenly very uncomfortable in this conversation. (laughs) Uh, Go over to Bet365. Use that DNVR365 code. Of course, you must be 21 or older, physically located in Colorado. Please gamble responsibly. And if you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER today. Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast. Uh, let's, uh, as I kind of mentioned in the Bet365 read there, 
you score zero goals, you're not going to win a game. Yeah. Well said. Well said. More specifically, this is now certainly two straight games where you have not gotten enough out of your best players. And really, since the start of this post-All-Star break stretch, you're talking about one point each from McKinnon, McCarr, and Rantanen. Did the... Did the McCarr and McKinnon points come on the same play? They did not. They did not? Okay. McKinnon scored against New York. Yeah. McCarr scored against oh, uh, New Jersey. New Jersey. Yeah, as did Rantanen. Right. You're right. Okay. Yikes. And, Yikes. And zero points from all three of them for the last two games. Obviously, no one scored tonight. Um, where, are alarm bells ringing? Or is this, uh, ah, they're really good players. They'll get it back. Whatever. They were due. Okay. To be honest with you, McKinnon was rolling along at nearly two points per game. Sure. For like 40 games, dude. So he was he was due to just just a little bit. Needs to get it back geared geared back up. And it's really easy to look at Miko Ranton and go, okay, what's up with this? Cause it's one thing to have an off night, but it feels like it has now been it's really hard for me to talk about more than tonight because I haven't seen the other three games this week. Didn't but score any going, points, though. Yeah. Going back to before the break has felt very drifty sure. through games, even though classic Miko, he produces points. Um, it's been particularly bad the last couple games, though. And tonight, uh, I know that he ended up with five or six shots on goal, Yep. but it didn't ever feel like he was really dangerous. It didn't ever feel like... You were right there. You were you were really seeing the moose version of Miko. Mm-hmm. Um, so I and and Makar had a couple of fantastic plays early on when the game was still competitive. Just didn't finish, but and didn't finish. So I'm I'm probably closer to fine with Makar. Sure. Offensively, defensively, it's got to get way better. It's I mean, I agree there. In yeah. this game, there isn't anybody that I'm looking at defensively and going, "Good job, <laughs> champ." No, it was all bad. Yep. it was all bad. Yeah, um, but. Uh, McKinnon in particular, McKinnon and Ranton in particular, you just have, you just it, need it, more. Yeah. It has to. They have to produce for you. Yep. You are built to be successful with those guys giving you at least a goal in a game. Yep. If they don't find their way to a goal to generate a goal, even if it's not one of them that scores it, uh, when when that does not happen, they're, the Avs just aren't going to win very often, as we've seen. Yeah. The concern is for the obvious positional needs that we expect to be addressed in some way by the deadline. Yep. And so for that reason, it's not why I'm giving up on this team and panicking in that sense, no. but it is emphasized in a game like tonight. I personally like the addition of Parise. I think it is really unfair to judge, especially from an analytic standpoint, because he's been anchored to Johansson's line in I'm sorry, in the games that he's played it's so far. True. It's just Because true. he's been among the better on that line. Mm-hmm. A line that has included Lakanen, who I think is also a responsible, hardworking player. His numbers have suffered as well. I like the addition of Parise. So I think that they're going to be moving in the right direction once the top players get going again. I think that this is something that they will work through as well. But there are also, even beyond that, positional needs that need to be addressed by the deadline. And if they don't, then I do have concerns that cause me to panic. And, I, and I'm going to give me that little bubble bubble head. <laughs> Can you give me Joel for a second? No, you need yeah. Joel yeah. too. Yeah. You know, here's what I'm going to tell you, you know, and I agree. Like, 
you can't score zero goals and win a game, right? Well, this is what I'm accustomed to, Avalanche 1.0, right? Here's Joe, here's Patty. Avalanche 2.0 is the same. Hard to compare Georgiev to Patty. I'm trying to put the circumstances right here, okay? This is McKinnon, Ranton, and McCarr, you know. Understand you score zero goals, you don't win the game. But it's crucial when you are in a funk and you are on the road. So I'm going to talk about Tuesday. This guy says, hey, do your job over there, right? I'll do my job. I'll let in zero. You guys do your job and take the lead. It's a different game when you are in a funk. And that's what I'm trying to say today. Watch the first period again. Bob Rofsky outplays this guy here. And that's the difference when you're in a slump. I understand that if you don't score a goal, but if you walk out of that first period, it's 0-0. Zero, zero. It's a different outcome. The mental side of it. That's yeah. it. That's all it is. This game is mental. Physical. They, we all know they're great. These guys are sick, just like Joe. Why did you put Joe back? All I'm saying is... It comes down to this. You can have all the meetings you want tonight. You can have all this. Outwork the other team. Work by breaking the game down in five-minute increments starting the first period. Win the first five minutes even or better. So don't win it. Even or better. And then go on to the next one. And go on to the next one. Win the special. Like, do the keys we talked about before the game and do them in every five minutes. If you win, I'm not good math. But there's four, right, segments in a period, five minutes. That is how that works, yes. If you, got, if you win most or you're even or better in most of those segments, you'll win the game. It's not hard. Like, right now they're overcomplicating things from the coaching staff that we just talked about to the special teams, to the players. And, and, and like, like AJ just said, yeah, he's been gone for a couple of days, but he's smart enough to say, like, what's his name? McKinnon can't go on the rampage like that for... <laughs> <laughs> it's normal that he dried up a little bit. And it's normal that when he dries up, the team dries up. He's your best player. He's your best player. I mean, that's how life is, right? Yep. And it, it's, it's all tied in to, to Miko. It's all tied in to Na uh, whatever, uh, Kale. Uh, but it starts with the basics. It starts with special teams, your goaltending. You know, have a stellar first period. I'll play Bob. Go back and watch Bob Rowski. He makes four big saves on the abs PP. He does. Splits across and everything. And if Diaz would have scored, nobody on the whatever DNVR Panthers, whatever you want to call their show, would blame the goalie. It's like, oh my God, you can't blame you know Bob Rovsky here. And I'm not blaming the goalie. I'm saying he's just not making saves at the right time. And when you're in a funk, it starts right there. And if you're not doing that, it's tough to get out of it. And sometimes you have to steal it, Megan. Just yep. you have to steal it for your team. I just want to point out that at the start of this pod, Eric said, "I'm not going to talk about." Kill I know, again. I know. I'm <laughs> he can't help tired himself. of it. Like, he can't I'm help not, himself. I can't. So maybe not a ton of alarm bells there, but a couple more alarm bells ringing. Nathan McKinnon leaves this game in the third yeah, period. Went awkwardly back. over the the netting stitches. Uh, look. I'd, there's not a ton to say here. Obviously, if McKinnon ends up missing a good amount of time, that's really bad for the Avs. There's no two ways around it. I, I Hopefully, he, he's fine. I think he was just getting a couple zippers, right? I I don't know. Bernard yeah. did say he yeah, was yeah. getting his chin stitched up, but didn't have an update beyond that. So, like, hoping that's all it was and there wasn't anything worth coming out for that's, after. Yeah. But just that's hopeful. So, I, I don't know without knowing. 
Well, they just lost four in a row. He's probably stitches or not. He's probably trying hey, to eat someone in the locker AJ's room. AJ's right over so. here convinced he's missing he ten games. So I, I just don't trust. Uh, how many times have we seen this over the last two years? <laughs> a guy goes out at the end of a game that's pretty decided, and we're like, oh, it's just precaution. It's just whatever. Right. He's just banged up. Nah. And then after that, we're like, it wasn't really that serious. Not a big deal. The guy disappears for three weeks. Nah. Oh, he's day-to-day. Guy's just He's gone for three weeks. You know, we'll, we'll see him in mid-March. Like it's it's just uh, it's happened it, too it many happen. it's happened too many times in the last couple of years for me to trust anything. <laughs> when he yes when he's on the ice for their next game, I'll be cool. <laughs> all right, that's it. That's, Fair that's, all, that's all I have to say about it. Fair enough. Not going to argue yeah, too much be fine. on that one. It would be it would be tough to lose McKinnon in it the middle of a slump though. Genuinely suck. Yep. He's never a good be. time, but that's a really. You never know. I mean, that's um. Maybe that's a iron sharpened yeah, iron. If you can't love and appreciate your McKinnon, bit. then you don't get to have one. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna be fine. Ugh, get put in timeout, I guess. Uh, We've all been there. That's our ranting in specifically. Like that's who that is directed at. <laughs> Lisa Vanderpump's put people in timeouts. <laughs> right, AJ? Dude, she is. She suspends people instead of, instead of firing them. In, straight up insubordinate employees, and she suspends them. And I'm like, you got to cut bait. This is ridiculous. <laughs> Any other job, you'd have been fired. Ridiculous. <laughs> Sorry. I'd rather Bednar suspend Ryan Johansson. Vanderpump style. Jeez. That uh, was too much. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm, 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 with, I'm with it. I'm good. Whatever you want to do, JB, you do yourself. And I am going to go give myself a call over to American Financing because uh, life is too expensive to be dealing with my mortgage. Let me tell you. Right now, if you give a call to American Financing, interest rates have dropped into the fives and they can save people a ton of money. On average, their customers save $854 a month by tapping into their home's equity and wiping out high interest credit card debt. That's over $10,000 in a calendar year that American Financing is saving their customers on average. Credit card interest rates are ridiculously high, and most of us are still carrying a balance from month to month. That's what they're trying to get rid of. They're going to make your life better when it comes to interest rates that you may have to pay. And the, the coolest part is, when you give them a call, they may, be, they may be able to delay your next two mortgage payments, and they can get all of this done in as little as 10 days. So give them a call today. They're available licensed in all 50 states, but they are based locally here in Colorado. Uh, you may be able to get uh, that two mortgage payments delayed when you let them know that DNVR sent you when you call 303-695-7000 or go to AmericanFinancing.net slash DNVR. NMLS 182334, uh, APR for rates in the five start at 6.406. For well-qualified borrowers, call 303-695-7000 for details about credit costs and terms. And then... With all that money you're saving, have yourself a good time out at Infinity Park. Rugby season's coming back, baby. The American Raptors, ready to get rocking and rolling. If you don't follow our guy Colton Strickler at DNVR Rugby, you got to give him a follow. Even if you don't know rugby, he's got one-on-one podcasts that can teach you the whole sport. You can get in on all the action, and you can watch people hit each other a lot harder than Ryan Johansson has hit anyone this year. Uh, go get in on it with Infinity Park. Uh, you can witness all of the American Raptors games at the park in Glendale. 
Uh, they have a six-game homestand starting on Sunday, March 17th, and tickets are only $10. So bring everybody and come have a great time. It's a fantastic venue to go visit. Go to AmericanRaptors.com for more info on the team and to purchase your tickets now. Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast. I really don't have a ton to say about the rest of this game. The Avs got their heads kicked in in the second period, as AJ mentioned. And frankly, the game was just over in the third period. The Avs didn't really force try to force a comeback down three goals. They kind of just went away. Yeah. Is that okay? Are, <laughs> is that an acceptable yes, result at that point in the game? Or, Eric, I'm, I already know you're going to say you wanted to see a heartbeat in that third period. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> They weren't going to get it. I mean, we said, I remember we were like, <laughs> I yeah, know, it's, I know. we weren't feeling it. And I'm the, I'm the guy usually that says, lots of runway, lots of time, it's coming. You can see, clearly see it. It's just like that funk in the f- third segment there, Pittsburgh. Remember, like, yep. it just nothing was going right. Um, yeah. You just can't win a Got hand shut right out now. In Buffalo, yeah. Pittsburgh. It's, it's very similar. Shit happens. Stuff like Vegas. that happens. Very normal. Um, it's how you get out of it. They'll get out of it. This is not being negative. We're just being realistic. You can't say that it's good enough the last three, four games. It's not. You know, do, do I press the panic button, trade everyone, and they're going nowhere? No. Do I think they're going to win the Stanley Cup? Yes. <laughs> do I agree that they got some work to do? Yes. Do I agree that they think, I think they're going to do something here for the, de- yes. But somewhere, somehow, they do have the, the, the championship pedigree. Uh, you just don't have it for 82 games a year. It just doesn't happen. But right now, they're in that funk. And they're trying everything, whether it's coaches or Ben, whether they're right or wrong. They're, they're trying to push different buttons to see what happens. You clearly see where the holes are right now. It's easy to see. I don't have a five-year-old, but if I did, he'd be able to figure out the holes as well. You know what I mean? Like, it's just <laughs> that simple. Um, but they're going to be fine. But they're going to have to put the, the working boots on. They're going to have to get the whip out like Lisa Vanderpump, you know, <laughs> and then... Let's get going. You know what I mean? Like, because you don't want this to keep going. And the beauty of it is you're on the road. You have two days off right now to breathe, reassess, have a little bit of a, you know, video session, talk session, whatever you want to do. Fix things. Air out your dirty laundry a little bit. Because you lose four in a row when you're a good team like this. Dirty laundry does come out a little bit. It does. You know what I mean? Like. What? It's true. It's nothing. Or is it somebody who wrote yeah. something? I yeah. can't read. But all I'm saying is air it out and then be ready for the next game. Is he making fun of me? No, <laughs> no. I don't think. No, oh. no, no. He, he, he loves this new Rijo nickname. Yeah, people are making fun of Ryan Johansson. Oh, okay. No, but I'm dying. Call it Bijo. It's <laughs> so funny. What's it called? Bijo. Oh. Hey, we're all human beings. I don't want so I mean, funny. I get it. But all I'm saying is hey, listen, they're going to be fine. It's just. You have to address a little bit right now. The caca. You got to get the caca out. Caca. Go away. You know? Yeah. yeah uh, you got to remove the guano before you go back guano insane. That's how it works. <laughs> On the third period, I wanted to point out that fourth goal against, obviously, isn't great from it's Sam Gerard Real bad. Yeah. And Josh Manson. But really, Sam Gerard. But I otherwise thought Sam Gerrard and Manson as a pairing had a decent game more often than not in this game. And 
I think that if there was a positive to take away, excluding that fourth goal against, that is a pairing that has looked like they have confidence in what they're doing sure. and is potentially something to build upon moving forward. Because other than that, like the Pyram Johnson pairing gets caved in again. It's, bad. it's not working. Yeah. They reassigned Sam Malinsky in this post-game show, yeah. which I think is interesting because the Eagles do play Tuesday, Wednesday, um, and it's like they're saying, you know what, Malinsky, we're getting you out of whatever we're going through this right is bad. now. Don't we're not bringing, yeah, we're not bringing you into this. Actually, you can't say that. Mommy this. and Daddy are fighting, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> go so to your we're room. Gonna, you're gonna go play some more hockey, um, <laughs> and funny. we're not dragging you into what's going on right now. That's the I like sense that. that I get from it. I agree. Uh, to your point, though, the Gerard Manson pairing has been one of the few bright spots in this lineup post All Star break so Absolutely. far. Absolutely. Even if. There are some hiccups <laughs> like that. Yeah, not today, that, but that, that was not good. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna pretend it was. <laughs> yeah, but at that time, at that point, it doesn't matter. The game was out of reach. It doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, exactly. So it, it is what it is. Uh, it, it's uh, there's no. It's not like the Avs had a closed door meeting or whatever before media. They know they need to be better. There's no last surprise here or anything like that. And and, and it will get better. But you have to stop it somewhere. The Winnipeg Jets are like 40 seconds away from winning their game tonight to stop a five-game skid. The Avs win their next game. They stop it at four. Not the worst thing in the world, no? Take that, Jets. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far, but... <laughs> and my point is we made this on the, the watch-along, too. This is not an avalanche issue. I... It's a bad way to put it. Yes, it's an avalanche issue. But every good team in the league has stretches where they lose a handful of games. You don't love it, but it's not like, oh, the Avs are not a contender because they're doing this and no one else is. Every other team has done this. Vegas had a terrible stretch this year. Winnipeg just lost five in a row. You've seen Dallas drop three games in a row multiple times this season. Be upset with this four-game stretch, but sure. the season is not over because they played four poor games. No. 100%. Well said. Sometimes I say something smart. Very occasionally, it does happen. So You're the man. It's, it's silly to... We're talking about over coaches over-indexing, but... Over-indexing criticism. Fans do plenty of that. Because of an 0-3-1 yeah. stretch where it's like... I always, I always look at the opposite. We were talking about it during the watch-along. Calgary's won four games in a row. Yep. Are you suddenly buying that Calgary is for real because they won four games in a row in February? No. Like, come on. Teams go through this stuff. This is extremely normal. You have to just get out of it. That's the difference. That's literally what separates good teams and bad teams is that good teams get out of it and go back to winning hockey games. Yep. And that's, that's literally the difference. Well, and, and that's why you're looking at a team like L.A. and you're like, boy, they're not getting out of it. Maybe yeah. they aren't a good team. It's been it's been such a prolonged stretch for L.A. Yep. That they didn't know what to do, so they they did the the one thing that they could do in the immediate, and that was fire the coach. Yep. We've seen and and we've seen it. It's worked like a charm in Edmonton. Yep. It hasn't done a ton for Minnesota or St. Louis. Who might not be that good anyway. Yeah. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. And we'll see with L.A. But for the Avs, uh, just in the in the moment, seems pretty unlikely that Jared Bednar is going to be uh, 
in any kind of danger. I know no. Coach Graveyard Zach Parise showed up, so we'll, you know we'll see. But it's going to take more time than that. It's it's four bad games, yeah. And you're you're now sitting here staring down the barrel of no matter what you do, it's a losing road trip. But just get one. Just win win your next one, and at least you can start building towards something. Break it down. Break it down. That's it. Uh, what are the who are what do you call a person who like? Cleanses curses, Lisa Vanderpump. I don't think so. Uh, that shaman. doesn't seem right. Shaman, sure. Does an, anybody an know exorcist? any shamans? Yeah. Do we need to get Zach Parise a shaman? No. Is he cursed? No, 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 no. It'd be pretty funny to have him on the show and then just have a shaman show up <laughs> and be like, "We're doing an intervention, buddy." They're like, "They just told me about the bad food take. I was not warned about this." <laughs> This is too far. We have a graphic showing all the coaches that have been fired during for for his teams, and we're like, "You've done this." Don't step on that salt. That's supposed to be there. Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's a circle for protection. It's a circle that's, for that's our right. protection. <laughs> Speaking of circles, Circle K. Go get yourself as part of the inner circle. You want to be inside the circle of protection, not outside. And with Circle K's Inner Circle, when you sign up with that QR code on screen, you can get 25 cents off your first five fill-ups. That's 25 cents a gallon. You can also get free Polar Pops from Circle K, and you can earn a ton of other amazing rewards, including fantastic snack deals every single weekend. Yeah, you want one? Yeah, right it now. It is pretty warm up here. Yeah. Polar Pop would be pretty good. I'm not going to lie to you. Nom, 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 nom. Uh, go check it out. Go to CircleK.com slash Inner Circle today. Get, get signed up and get the deals with Circle K. And then when you got your snacks back at home, you sit down on your couch, make sure you're watching Fubo TV. FuboTV.com slash DNVR to get 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. Uh, go check it out if you haven't. They got the apps. They got the nuggets. All your Colorado sports. Easy to watch there. Over 140 live channels, including movies, television, news, uh, music, more. You name it. They've got you covered with Fubo, including 1,000 hours of DVR included. So you can always record anything if you're going to miss it. Uh, any any final thoughts? Anything else you guys want to touch on before we get to the super chats? Nope, 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 nope. All right, super chat season. Five dollars from Gavin, who says watching Raijo play feeds the delusion that I can play pro hockey too. The skating <laughs> without a stick gives me <laughs> infamous shift from PLB in Columbus vibes. Ah, uh, I wouldn't go that far, but it's not fun to watch. That's His for sure. Whole vibe is. Middle-aged dad, you are under attack. <laughs> Middle-aged dad that just woke up from a midday nap that is just rubbing the sleep out of yeah, his eyes. Doesn't know where he is. Yeah. He's disoriented. That's his whole vibe. Mid-game. <laughs> In the middle of an NHL game. That's exactly the vibe I get out of, out of the guy. I feel attacked. I feel attacked. <laughs> $2 from Banks, who says, AJ is back, uh, which is the only positive tonight. Hopefully, hopefully it's a sign that the Avs are getting McKinnon and, and let Val back or something. McKinnon's fine. I don't know. Landis God. Well, that's a little further down the line. I'm bringing Landy back with me. That would be something if he rolled up tomorrow and was oh, like, geez. I'm back. <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still saying, you know. <laughs> I April sixteenth, post, yeah, postseason. Yeah. But even if he was ready, they have to be like, just take a couple months off, Landy. Yeah. Don't don't worry about it. No need to rush. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to come back to this. <laughs> My return will be with Koval Kovalenko and Nichushin. How about that? Ah, uh, all right. I'm here for it. 
Uh, and then $10 from Drew, who says, I don't entirely know how the cap works, so I'm curious. If the Avs put that number 12 thing on waivers and he clears, does his salary still count against the cap? So you get the league minimum plus 300K in cap forgiveness for a guy in the minors. So that would be 1.1 mil of Rijo's 4K, that you, 4 mil rather, that you would get relief on. So it would free up a little bit of cap space, but not much. And then he would be the ultimate dad down there with the Eagles. Oof, yeah. <laughs> Brad Hunt would have something to say about that. They can have two dads. It's yeah. Fine. It's 2024. They don't have Cronin anymore, so they need to replace that dad. Uh, Sneaks is more of like an uncle than a dad, I think. So I think he's scarier than <laughs> he lets on, too. I believe that. He's a different sort of scary than Cronin was. <laughs> Crow's a Bostonian. Like, oh. Yeah. He got yeah. the accent. He had like the look and sound of a dude that was scary. Yeah. Sneaks has to actually like scare Schneeks you. Sneaks has be a scary. build like a scary guy. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. Could, he could knock me out. He looked he he looks like he was Cronin's body man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're just building a mafia family. <laughs> don't mind us. That's how bad this game was. Yep. They, they, I don't want to talk about it anymore. So. Yeah. We are going to get out of here, but before we do, make sure you join us for our next TakeOver game, March 8th against Minnesota. There are still tickets available. Come join us. We had a great time at the game against LA, and it was the uh, the last game that the Avs won was a TakeOver game. So We can fix them. Yeah, maybe we can, uh, we can be the solution for Colorado. Mm. Uh, come join us. It's always a blast. We all uh, take the party bus to the game. We come back, have some drinks, have a good time. You haven't been part of the vibe tribe for it. You gotta, you gotta join us uh, for that one. That is it, though. We are out of here. We're off tomorrow, and we're taking Monday off, just like the abs. So we'll be back Tuesday for the game, and then we'll be live all next week for you. Like and subscribe here on YouTube, or go follow us on Spotify or your favorite podcasting website. We are available there too. We will have a bunch of post game content for you later tonight. <laughs> City like the mayor.